The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host, Jay Spence the King. And I am back on Super Wild Card Week. Man, this is incredible, ain't it? Bills fans, this is incredible, ain't it? It's the first time in history that the Buffalo Bills have swept the AFC East. And I feel like it's I feel like it's one of those things that's like uh you know, it's like it's all coming full circle. Because not only did we sweep the AFC East, but the first matchup in the playoffs is going to be against the Indianapolis Colts, who used to be in the AFC East. So I feel like this is God's way of saying, like, oh no, no, y'all gotta finish it. Y'all gotta clean y'all plate. Y'all can't, y'all can't leave, you know, y'all can't leave scraps. You gotta finish your plate. So we're gonna go ahead and sweep the entire AFC East division as it used to be. <laughs> and we swept it already. So so, yeah, we're looking forward to the Indianapolis Colts coming into Western New York this Saturday to face the Buffalo, our Buffalo Bills, our AFC East division champion Buffalo Bills. I'm looking forward to it. I will be at the game. I will be there uh, with my mans and them, Joe Miller. We're going to go live. Well, I'll, I'll probably go live. I don't know what his plans are, but we're going to go live prior to the game. Um, I'm going to try to go live from the seat as well. I'll be cold. So y'all know I hate the cold now. Uh, I'd have moved and got got thin blood so now all of a sudden i hate the cold but i will be there i will i will be trying to hold the phone as long as possible so that way you know you all can feel like you're at the game with me i want you to be able to enjoy this experience with me all season all bills fans we've all been wanting to go to games we haven't been able to go and i'm in phoenix i live in phoenix and the buffalo bills were actually here twice they played against the arizona cardinals and they played against um san francisco here in phoenix and for both games, I was unable to get tickets. Uh, the first time was only because of the amount of fans that they were letting into the stadium. Then the second time, they didn't let anybody in at all into State Farm Arena or Stadium. So, you know, look, I'm looking forward to seeing my guys for the first time in person this year. I will miss the warmth of my own home and my couch, but it's nothing like being at the Ralph. Nothing like being at the Ralph. So let's get into it. I'm going to get right to it. Um, cup, lip, just a few things pieces of news that that have come out of one bill's drive before i get to my interview i I have a good interview today i'm excited about it i have a special guest my uncle is joining me not the uncle that i told you about from north carolina who's a broncos fan i lived in indianapolis for about five five and a half close to six years of my life and 
I moved out there and the only family that I had was my uncle, my aunt and my cousin. So I moved out there and I knew that I had family close because I had those three there. My cousin CJ is a Baltimore Ravens fan. So I haven't had the opportunity yet really to talk too much crap to him this season because we haven't played them. Uh, I'm a Lamar fan, too, so I really try not to talk too much crap unless we're going to go head to head. But even last season, when we played the Ravens in Buffalo, I was actually at that game and I text him and I was expecting CJ to come back at me with some craziness. But he was just like, yo, good luck today. And that was it. So I, it was kind of weird. I was like, yo, you all right? We good? You all right? <laughs> but but uh, it was good. The Bills actually ended up losing that game. But we gained I believe that was like one of the first games that the Bills gained respect around the league because people started to say, OK, it's Baltimore's year. Like, yeah, Lamar's the MVP. But man, I'm telling you, people don't want to see Buffalo in the playoffs. So that was the first, you know, that was the first time we started to get that type of rumble where people were saying, you know, you don't want to see Buffalo in the playoffs. This year seems a, a whole lot different. The Buffalo Bills have arrived and Josh Allen is here. No, he's not Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not Brett Favre in his MVP year. And he's not Aaron Rodgers or whoever else you want to compare him to because he's Josh Allen. And he's doing things that no other quarterback in the history of the NFL has done. Josh Allen is just incredible. And I, I know, you know, there was a lot of hate coming out of the draft by a lot of different media members. This is going to be the last time on the code of conduct I am going to address or, or refer to the way teams and, and the way scouts used to talk about Josh Allen prior to the draft and the, his rookie season. I'm done with it because now Josh Allen is a top five, top three quarterback, depending on who you're talking to. I still take Aaron Rodgers. I still take... Personally, I still take Aaron Rodgers and I still take Russell Wilson and I still take Patrick Mahomes. But if you're asking me to take them instead of Josh, like if, if, if I have to get rid of Josh to get one, I don't want them. I'm perfectly fine with Josh. But if I don't have Josh, those are the three guys that I want. Lamar Jackson would, would be like that very close to follow. But Deshaun Jack or Deshaun Watson would actually come before Lamar for me. But but listen, the bill, the bills are for real. And Josh Allen is definitely for real as well. Our defense has picked up. So now we're going into the playoffs looking like the fourth rank or the second ranked defense that we had last season. And now we're looking like the second ranked offense for this season. Plus the amazing performance of our special teams play. Corey Bajorquez, can I just take a moment? Let me let me take a moment. Corey Bajorquez is a freaking monster. He's a monster. And I'm happy that I bet Joe and I'm happy I text him or I don't know, maybe it was on Twitter during the game. Corey had a punt that literally went out at like the two inch line, the two inch yard line. There's no way last season that's the Corey Bajorquez we would have got. There's no way. He he developed on he developed at a rate that I'm just not used to. It was phenomenal to watch him. And and so joking with Joe, the bet was with, with Joe. If he is a decent punter, then Joe would have to buy one of his jerseys. Corey Bohorkas has come out and he's a top three punter in the league. Don't get me to, don't get me started on my Andre Roberts bill. You all know that I think Andre Roberts deserves a, a an extension and I think it needs to be one that is very attractive. I don't think we need to BS him. Don't ask this dude to take the, the hometown discount. He consistently wins. And by winning, I mean he consistently puts the Buffalo Bills in a place where they don't have to go 75 yards to score. There's plenty, there's plenty of times where after he gets off the field, after he's returning a kickoff or a punt return, 
the Bills have to go 55 yards, 50 yards. There's been a few times that he's started in the other team's territory. I'm all for Andre Roberts. What I'm looking forward to is hoping that our run game has figured some things out. I know Sunday we had Antonio Williams in the backfield. So it wasn't Motor, it wasn't Moss. But I'm hoping that the play calling, and I'm hoping that Brian Dayball learned some things in the running game that he can apply while using Motor and Moss. Because I'm telling you, in the playoffs, I get that Josh Allen is doing Josh Allen things. I get that he's looking like an MVP. You are not going to win every single game doing one thing. I'm sure you all have all heard, you can't be one-dimensional. You can't be one-dimensional. My guest today is my uncle, and he's in Indiana. He's a huge Peyton Manning fan. Peyton Manning had bad games. He absolutely had bad games in his career, but he also had Edron James. He had a running game. If you do not have a running game for the times where your quarterback isn't performing up to par, it's very... It's very tough to win if you don't have an alternative way to score points. I mean, think about a couple years ago. The Buffalo Bills had the top-ranked rushing attack in the league when we had LaShawn McCoy. We had Greg Roman as our offensive coordinator, and we had the top rushing attack in the NFL for two years straight. But Tyrod Taylor was too scared to throw the ball down the field. He was At one season, he was too scared to throw over the middle of the field. Then once he kind of sort of started to correct that, then he was scared to throw down the field after Sammy Watkins was gone. It's, it, it's, it's always one or the other. And while I do think that Josh Allen has enough this season to do it, I think the offense is clicking to a point where the only thing that can stop our offense this year is us. But you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared. A couple more things prior to the interview. The Buffalo Bills today scheduled a workout with Buffalo Bills legend, his nephew, Chad Kelly, for Jim Kelly's nephew. Um, and I, th- I just think that's that's basically kicking the tires just to kind of see what Chad Kelly would know about the Indianapolis Colts. He played there. You know, he spent some time out there. They let him go. He's a troublemaker. He was in out there. He's a troublemaker in Buffalo. He got in trouble quite a bit. I'm hoping that them bringing him in means that he kind of you know, straighten some things out. And I know everybody in Buffalo loves the Kelly family. So hopefully he has straightened some things out and he's able to provide some type of insight for the Buffalo Bills this weekend. You know, Frank Wright is a is a good friend of Buffalo. He he is the quarterback to lead the greatest comeback of all time in the playoffs. He's somebody who we love dearly. But this weekend, just like he said about us, I'll always love Buffalo, but I'm not fans of Buffalo this weekend. He said, I'm not fans of Buffalo this weekend because we're playing. Yeah, but it's the same thing with Frank. Frank, we love you. Good luck next season uh but not this weekend we love you and we'll love you again after saturday we'll love you at like 4 30 p.m eastern standard time on saturday another piece of news we have made it official the buffalo bills have officially signed kenny stills to the roster or actually he was signed to the practice squad but there's a method to brandon bean's madness i saw a couple people kind of asking why the practice squad he's better than being a practice squad player In the playoffs, the rules have kind of adjusted to where you can call up players on the practice squad an unlimited number of times, whereas during the regular season, players were protected for two games. So you could call them up, send them back down, call them up, send them back down. And then after that, that's when other teams could kind of come in and and be a vulture and take them off your team. For the playoffs, 
Kenny Stills can be elevated, sent back, elevated, sent back. I do think he'll find his way on the roster. I don't think that the the practice squad thing is is going to be like for the rest of you know. I th- I think Kenny Stills is going to be a valuable member of this team, and I don't think it's just for the playoffs. I think we can look forward to seeing Kenny Stills around for quite some time because I think what Josh Allen is developing into and what he's becoming, you're going to see a lot of stars want to play with him. I wouldn't be shocked if you hear some running backs who are free agents mention Buffalo on their list. You see when Le'Veon Bell was let go and, and from the Jets and he had his pick, it was between us and Kansas City. Luckily for us, we didn't get him. I'm not a fan of, of Le'Veon Bell. I, I think that his best years are behind him. Although he had time off and although he's, an, he's a freak athlete, he's amazing, I just don't think that he's Le'Veon Bell that we were used to seeing when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm happy that we didn't, happy we didn't get him. But speaking about the Jets and talking about Le'Veon Bell leaving the Jets, so the Jets fired Adam Gase. And one of the first interview requests that they have is for Brian Dayball. So our offensive coordinator is going to be interviewing in the division with the New York or the New Jersey football Jets. Not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think that I think I'm pretty upset, man. Like, I don't mind him going anywhere. I just don't want him to go in the division. To be honest, I I don't want him in the AFC, but the best scenario for him in my mind has to be it has to be the Chargers. It has to be. He has a good relationship with the GM out there. They went to high school together from what reports are circulating. But you have the best young quarterback in the league. As far as when I say young, I mean this season he's a rookie. He's the best rookie. You got Herbert. And you have weapons for Herbert. And you have running backs. And you have an offensive line. And you have pieces for your defense that you need to build on and put together. You have a team. And Brian Dayball's creativity on offense, I think he can make Justin Herbert look like, he can make him look like an amazing (laughs) So that to me, that's the best scenario for Brian Dayball. But wherever he goes, you know, I wish him well. I just I just don't want him to come or to to stay in our division unless he's staying in our division as an offensive coordinator. But let's get to it. I'm excited to have my uncle on. My uncle lives in Indianapolis. He's been out there for I want to say the better part of two decades or probably even more now. Um, but we'll let him kind of tell his story. But he's a Colts fan who grew up as a Bills fan. In his garage, he actually has replicas of the the, the four Super Bowl tickets framed. It's like, you know, you still got Bills stuff around, but you're a Colts fan. On his car, he had like his license plate had the, the Colts logo and all this stuff. And, you know, he, he got season tickets to the Indiana, Indiana Fever. And he used to have season tickets to the Pacers. And he just stopped that because they let Lance Stevenson go. So he's no, no longer a Pacers season ticket holder. And then this year with COVID, obviously, he can't go to the Colts game. But he is a Colts fan. And he's hoping that the Colts beat the Buffalo Bills this Saturday. So I'm going to bring him in. I hope you all enjoy it. I had a lot of fun doing this because, you know, I always enjoy talking to my family. I hope you enjoy listening to, to the conversation between the two of us. Go Bills. Let's go. This is a Jay Spence exclusive. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited. This is one of the weeks where I have a special guest as usual, but this is a different type of special guest for me because I normally don't bring people on the show who I know or people who um, who are my family. I just kind of keep my private life, my personal life separate. But this week, I have a, a special guest because 
this guy has been probably one of the most influential guys in my life, but right now I don't want nothing to do with him. I'm introducing my uncle, my mother's brother. So that's how y'all know how real it is. He's a, he's a season ticket holder to the, to the Indianapolis Colts. How's it going, Uncle Clifford? How's it going, man? I'm good, nephew. How are you? Man, I can't complain. I'm, I'm excited. This is the first time I've been able to have this conversation with you since I've been alive, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> the Bills are in the playoffs, and we're going to be facing your Indianapolis Colts. Um, first, you know, before we get into all of that, because I did just tell everybody, you know, you were a Bills fan for a long time. You lived in Buffalo, born and raised in Buffalo, and you, you, you did, had some travels throughout your career with, with the Army. How did you become a Colts fan and a season ticket holder? Well, let me tell you, you know, um, I was a Bills fan all my life, like you said. And then what happened was I moved to Germany for five years. And then we had the option of a couple places that we can move to. And Indianapolis was on the list. So I told my wife, I said, well, let's go to Indy because Indy has sports. And I love sports. So they had the Pacers, they had the Fever, and they had the Colts. So I – um. That's how I became a Colts fan. I actually got here, still was a Buffalo Bills fan, but since I moved here and um, I bought a house, so, you know, of course, I'm paying taxes here. I have cars. All my cars is registered here and all of that. So that led me to become a Colts fan. Plus, I have to say they had one of the greatest quarterbacks I felt ever played a game, which was Peyton Manning. So that's how I became a season ticket holder for the Colts. Yeah, no, for sure. Peyton um, has always been one of my favorites, just outside of the fact that he was with the Colts, just watching him. He was one of my favorites. But then the time that I was able to live out there in Indiana, so I was out there for about close to five, a little over five years. It was a good time, had a lot of fun. Um, but one of the things that I was proud of, even though we weren't good, I didn't give in and I didn't become a Colts fan, even though they had Andrew Luck and they had all these other good guys and players. So we're going to talk a little bit about Andrew Luck and all that stuff a little bit later, but real quick. So going into the, going into the season now, um, the Colts brought in Phillip Rivers instead of giving Jacoby Brissett another shot. I thought last season, I know you guys didn't have the best season. Like it wasn't the greatest season. You didn't win the Super Bowl. But I thought Jacoby Brissett showed enough, at least in my opinion, to give him another shot at being the starting quarterback. How did you feel about the team signing Rivers at the beginning? And then now that, you know, the season's over. We're going into the playoffs. How do you feel about it now? Well, I have to tell you, I was a little upset because I was a big uh, Jacoby fan. You know, once he came in and he got that start position and, you know, he played uh, very well. I mean, of course, it was the system was new to him, so he had to get adjusted to the system. And I just felt like he didn't have enough time to get adjusted to the system. But then they brought in uh, Phillip Rivers, which – He's a good quarterback, but when he was at the Chargers, you know, he didn't have an offensive line. Mm -hmm. So they felt that if they brought him here, we got a pretty good offensive line. He had time to throw the ball, then he would be good. But I have to be honest with you, when Phillip Rivers was at the Chargers, he uh, always threw interceptions. So when they brought him here, I felt that uh, you know what you're getting with Phillip Rivers. He's going to take chances, and if you're willing to – let him take chances. He's going to throw an exception. Yeah. And, of course, he did that uh, almost every, every week. <laughs> He's been throwing interceptions. But uh, over the whole scheme of things, I would have to say that uh, 
I'm glad they signed him. I, I, I think uh, the guy was good. Jacoby is a good teammate, too. I, I don't think he took that to heart. At least he doesn't show that. So, I mean, the chemistry there is very good. So, um, I'm kind of excited that he did come in. I, I think he played uh, pretty well. I think he takes chances sometimes at the wrong time. Um, I think sometimes, like when we was up just this past week, 20 to nothing, and I think he threw a, a long bomb, and I think sometimes he should take what the defense is giving him instead of trying to get it all at one time. But other than that, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, well, I liked him when he was with the Chargers, like you, like you mentioned. Um, my thing was I, f- I thought he was more so, which he is in age, but I thought last year – it should have been the end, if not very close to the end of his career. I thought that his shoulder was shot. I just didn't think he was as strong throwing the ball like he used to be. So this season, with you being able to watch him like you have, have you seen his arm? Like, in, in your opinion, is his arm still pretty – like, is it strong? Or do oh, yeah, you feel yeah, like he, it's – Yeah, I, I think he's good. His, his arm was pretty strong. Like I said, I just mentioned that, how he threw that bomb in. It was interception. So, yeah, I, I think he gives us that long pass. See, Jacoby wasn't giving us that, though. So when he brought in Rivers and his arm still is pretty tight, he's giving us what we need. But he's just not as accurate, and that's where I have a little issue. Mm-hmm. Well, another question, and I, and I know I sent you the questions in order, but I'm going to switch it around for a second because speaking of Phillip Rivers and talking about the offense, I think the offense, um, it, it looks pretty at least statistically, it looks good. Not great, but good. I, um, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Taylor. And prior to the draft, I, I don't know if you remember, but I called you and I'm like, man, or not prior, right after when y'all drafted him, I'm like, man, y'all got this kid. <laughs> I wanted Jonathan Taylor. So outside of what you just talked about with Phillip Rivers being able to open the offense up with some down-the-field passing and, and even just his mentality, because he's smarter, you know, he's been in the league for quite a time. So outside of Phillip, what has Jonathan Taylor brought to your team that you feel like has really helped to improve the offense? Well, I think what it is is, um, and that's what I was saying about Phillip Rivers. Don't sometimes he take chances, and I don't think he has to because Jonathan Taylor, what he brought to us, he's giving you three, four, five yards a carry. So what that does is he don't have to. Uh, Rivers doesn't have to throw the ball as much is because or downfield as far because Taylor is really giving us that boost. And what happens is when our running game is on and then they fake the run and throw the pass and see that opens up for Phillips. So he needs to let that develop more. But that Taylor, that, that guy is a beast. He, I, I call him uh, uh, the rookie beast because that, that guy is something else. Yeah, no, Taylor's a bad boy, man. I remember when he was drafting it. And so the Bills drafted Zach Moss in the third round. And I'm a, I'm a Zach Moss fan. I do like him. Uh, but the Bills this season, it seems like the running game really is it, it, just not what we were hoping it would be. But it doesn't matter this year because they've turned into a pass-first offense. But when I tell you, man, I really would have wanted to have Jonathan Taylor. That dude, he, he, um, he has, he, he's like the rare combination of speed, quickness, and power. And I don't know if many people outside of Indiana or Indianapolis in Buffalo, I'm saying, I don't know if many people in Buffalo really watch the Colts as much as you know, I do, or obviously you do, man, he's going to be a problem this Saturday. At least that's how I think. I think the Buffalo Bills, so we, we're pretty solid all the way around with the exception of our rush defense has had holes here and there throughout the season. Do you think that that's going to be your key to victory as a Colts fan? Like, do you think in order to win the game, it has to go through Jonathan Taylor? 
Oh, yeah, of course, yes. Because like I said, once you hand in the ball and he gives us three, four, five yards per carry, sometimes he breaks loose if you just start a game this weekend. I mean, but yeah, that guy is a beast. And once he's – and he got wheels. I mean, that guy got speed. So once he's in the open field, I don't think you're going to catch him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what it looked like, man. Once he hits that – like you said, once he hits that hole, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> he is gone. So – well, well, let's let's switch over to the other side of it now. Um, so obviously, your team is coming back to your home. They're going back to to Buffalo. And the last time, actually, the last time they were in Buffalo, you were there for for your mom's and my grandmother's birthday party, and you actually gave me the tickets because you did you didn't want to yeah. go because of the storm. So for everybody listening, that was the famous snow game that happened a couple of years ago when Shady had his uh, runoff touchdown in overtime against the Colts. So. We were at that game. I was in the second row. He had he bought amazing seats. I was in the second row, half well, I think it was the forty-five or fifty-yard line, and the Bills won that game in overtime. So now they're coming back. We got Josh, man. What do you? Um, I know you and I have spoken before about Josh. One of the things that used to, I used to be jealous of when I lived in Indiana. There was like a buzz in the city, like when when you guys drafted Andrew Luck, and you know you had a you had an offense that. It just seemed like whenever Andrew Luck stepped on the field, you couldn't be stopped. We finally have a feeling like that in Buffalo. What are your thoughts on the offense that the Buffalo Bills are, are going to be bringing to this game? And, and what do you think your best chance as a Colts fan? What do you think – how do you think they're, they have to stop them? Like what, what are your, what's the game plan going into this weekend? I'm not a coach, so I don't know the – you know this. I didn't like – I wasn't a big fan of Josh Allen. But I've been watching that guy week after week. I mean, that guy's arm is so strong. I think he could throw the, the football as long as the football field. This guy has arm. So, and he's uh, actually, I, I just like the way he, uh, he see the field. I mean, he, he sees the field, uh, uh, just the whole thing. I mean, that, that guy can see the field. He, he reads the defense. I don't. Uh, you know, Peyton Manning, you know, that was my, my quarterback. I don't think any quarterback reads the defense like Peyton Manning. John Allen reads this was coming to him. So, you know, he gets out of trouble a lot. But the thing is, I believe that you guys don't have a running game. And I think that might hurt you guys against us. So um, we'll have to see. Um, I think that we need to get pressure on him. I, uh, a lot of people say he's fearless, but I, I didn't see him rattle a couple times. Um, right now, I wouldn't give him the title. He's the greatest quarterback, but he, he's good. And I think right now the media and a lot of other people is giving him too much right now. I wouldn't give him all of that, but he's a good quarterback. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair because the thing is, as much as I and everybody else in Buffalo who's listening loves him, you know, it's his second playoff game for his career. Last year he lost, you know, when we – or not him, but the team lost when we went to Houston and played the Texans. So you're right. He has to show and prove before we can really, like, give him any type of titles. Um, last night when you and I talked, one of the things that you and I talked about on the phone was that my honest opinion is that I'm really not nervous about any team with the exception of the Chiefs. So when I'm saying this on air with you now, I'm not saying this to slight Colts fans. So if any Colts fans are listening, I'm not saying that it's going to just be easy for us. But uh, the one thing I do disagree with my uncle on, um, I don't think that the lack of run game is going to have too much of a factor. I don't think like, so for instance, we played three of the top six passing defenses in the last three weeks 
and yesterday being or Sunday being the top defense in Miami Dolphins. They have the best or before Sunday, they had the best overall passing defense in the league. And it just doesn't seem to matter this year. It, it actually uh, he's not anywhere near the Peyton Manning level, like you mentioned. But it reminds me of certain times when I would see Peyton or other people just like zoned in. And even if like it doesn't matter what defense you call it, it just seemed like that year was his year. And I just kind of feel like that with Josh. I don't quite feel like Josh is like I said, he's not Peyton. But we're, but I don't I don't think that your defense is going to be able to stop. him. OK, well. Um, I think if they just put more pressure on him, I, I think, and rattle him a little bit, once he get hit, and uh, I'm going to tell you about this guy, uh, Darius Leonard, number 53. We know Darius well. Oh, okay. Well, good, <laughs> good, because he, he's going to be introduced to uh, Josh Allen, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I really do. Okay. Well, I what you thinking it's going to be a good game? What's your prediction for it? What's your final score? Um... I think it, it, it's going to be pretty high. So I want to say, uh, I want to say maybe 28 24 Colts. Okay. Good prediction. So 28 24 Colts. I'm going 31 to 14 Buffalo. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I think you, I think you, you slighten us just a little bit, but I, I do want to mention this uh, for me. It's a win-win, okay? I'm from Buffalo. I grew up there, was a Buffalo Bills fan all my life until the last 16 years since I've been here. So I think it's going to be a very good game. I want the Colts to win. I'm going to say that. I want the Colts to win. But if Buffalo beat them, I'm going to be just as happy, and then I'm going to go with Buffalo all the way to the Super Bowl because that is my hometown team. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and just so you know, I'm not slighting the Colts. I really do think that the Colts have, have a decent t- – like, I really think they're good this year. I just um, – our defense started the jail in the last five weeks. So, like, we're not giving up the points that we were giving up before. And then even, like I said, defensively, um, defensively, I just think that our defense is clicking now too. So, so I'm just not – I'm not as big of a fan as, uh, into Phillip Rivers as, as most people in, in Indiana right now would probably be. So I just don't believe in Phillip Rivers. I believe in your defense. I believe in your running game. I just don't believe in your quarterback. Okay, well, um, I hear you. I, I have a I, – like I was saying in this, during the, this time we've been talking, I have a slight problem with him too. Uh, I love for a quarterback to take chances, but I think sometimes he take them at the wrong time. And they always end up in the interception. And, and it just – Causes us to lose games, so um, I hear you. But I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep the faith. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I, I, I think the Rivers is gonna play well, and um, he has a very strong offensive line, so he has time to throw the ball. I just hope he uses his senses, you know, and, and do the right thing. All right. Well, let's do it. My prediction. I gave you my score prediction. One more prediction I want from you. Uh, what do you What do you think? So if you guys went, because I know now technically it's going to be two different predictions for you. So if the Colts win, who do you see showing up in the Super Bowl? And then, you know, what two teams? And then who do you think will win? Oh, wow. You, you always put them tough questions out there. Um, well, if the, if the Colts beat the Bills, then I'm going to go on the eBay. Okay. You know, a lot of people on the AFC side is worried about uh, Kansas City. 
And I think Kansas City, to me, I watched them. And they, they, I watched them almost every game they played this season. And they're barely beating teams. So it's not like they're blowing nobody out. It's not like they're all of that. Yeah, they got an outstanding uh, quarterback. But I even think that if there was a matchup of uh, the Bills and Kansas City, y'all beat them. I think y'all could beat them. I do, too. I do, too. I just try to – you know, I try to keep, like I told you last night on the phone, I try to keep my, uh, my fandom on the inside. Cause I feel like if you talk too much early, man, it's, you know, I don't want to jinx it. I'm excited about this year. It's the first time the bills have been good in forever. You know, like last year we had a good season, but this is the first time that the bills have been good where, you know, like, Hey, that's a team to really deal with, you know? So I'm just trying not to jinx it. Just trying not to jinx it. But my, my hope is that, that we, you obviously, we obviously beat the Colts. And then next weekend, I'm hoping that we end up meeting the Ravens because I want to talk crap to your son. That's my oh, hope. <laughs> you and your cousin, y'all going to be going at <laughs> That's my hope right there. I want to beat the Ravens. I want to beat the Colts. Um, and, then, and then, like you said, I do think we can beat the Chiefs. Honestly, I do. I think um, my prediction for the Super Bowl was, was Seattle and Buffalo from the beginning of the season. Seattle's defense isn't what they used to be, so it actually – you know, I can see Green Bay for sure. Aaron Rodgers is playing like the MVP for sure this year. It's not even a question. Who would you – I know, you know, everybody's doing like the MVP discussions and battles. Are you going with Aaron Rodgers for that? Uh, not, uh, I, I don't know. That, that, that's kind of tough when you uh, talk about the MVP because uh, uh, I'm telling you uh, – you know, for the beginning, man, you always have talked about this, and I wasn't a big fan of Josh Allen, but that guy had been playing some some good football. And, and if we we're, we're looking at quarterbacks, I I, I won't, I'm not ready to say that uh, Rodgers is. I mean, we know Rodgers is better because he's been in the league longer. He's an experienced mm-hmm. quarterback and all that. But Josh Allen been playing some football. Yeah, I hate to say that, but I gotta say it. That that guy been playing. So I don't know. I don't know if he's in the uh, MVP talk right now. I, I don't know who they're really looking at. But and Rogers been playing good, but he's been playing good his whole career. I mean, yeah. so I'm not really surprised at what he's doing. Right, right, yeah. Aaron Rodgers to me, um, and I know you're a Peyton guy, to me Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen play. He doesn't have the winning that, like he doesn't have the Super Bowls like Tom Brady and he doesn't have, you know, but to me, I've seen this guy every single year make throws that I just can't, I haven't seen other people make. Peyton is the smartest quarterback I've ever seen or, you know, gotten a chance to watch, but but I just think the physical intangibles and everything that comes with it, Aaron Rodgers is is amazing, man, so... But yeah, so Bills fans, there you got it. My uncle, uh, my uncle Clifford, who is a longtime Bills fan, converted to Colts fan. Uh, he's he's predicting the Colts will beat the Bills this weekend, twenty-eight to twenty-four, and and he's hoping that they make it to the Super Bowl to beat the, the Green Bay Packers. Thank you for joining me, Uncle Clifford. I really, really, this was fun. I I, uh, I probably got to do this more often, like get some get some family on it and and just have fun with it. Yeah, well, you know, you can always get your cousin if you want to talk about the Ravens but because he was on me about that today he was like dad you you know uh, uh y'all lucky because the Ravens would have had to come to uh uh here to Indy and you know you ain't no way y'all was gonna win so I said okay you know, and you know how he is so I didn't yeah. want to go back and forth with him and his Ravens stuff so yeah but, but yeah. that's why I said I hope we played him I, w- I want to go back and forth with him it's been a while so Oh, my God. Yeah, I can imagine y'all two on this podcast. 
I'm going to get them. If we play the Ravens, I'm going to get them on here for sure. So. Oh, okay, good, good. But all right, everybody, that was uh, the Code of Conduct this week, and y'all already know how I do it. Y'all take care of each other. Y'all love each other and live in peace and stay positive but test negative. I love y'all. Go Code Bills. Of conduct.